0: The Minutia Men Celebrity Interview is up next, but first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show.
1: Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes
2: blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, Blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits podcast network. Silver.
0: Really, silver? The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern.
2: The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, Interview with Rick and Dave. All right, well, this is exciting, Dave. I'm glad you're sitting down. This is huge. Joining us on the phone, this is a very exciting moment for both Dave and I. We have uh, Ted Gianoulis, who is coming to us live from where else? San Diego. San Diego. It is the world famous chicken who now goes by the name of?
1: Of uh, Ted Gianoulis. <laughs> and your life the San Diego chicken.
2: <laughs> so, are you still called the San Diego chicken?
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. I, cause
2: uh huh. Because I, I seem to remember there some, was some some weird lawsuit or something. Am I am I misremembering that?
1: Oh no, that's when I used to work uh, at a radio station, and I was known as the KGB chicken.
2: Ah, that's and then, right.
1: Uh, and I can no longer call myself that, although I'm still referenced that uh, a few times locally. But um, but that was the brand name for the radio station.
0: And it was KGB, like the Russian KGB. Yeah.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: So uh, so where so, uh, are the
2: emails, Ted? <laughs> <laughs> it's a legendary well, so, rock station, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah, a rock and roll radio station. That's how it actually all started uh, as a promotional gimmick for them back in the 70s uh, as a, a one-week promotional gimmick to, for me to go to the zoo and give away candy Easter eggs. And um, <laughs> I did that bit. Uh, for you know for all of 2 bucks an hour yeah. and and as a ruse to stay on you know I offered to go to uh, do ball games being a big sports fan they let me do that and as I started cavorting around it uh it gravitated into its uh into a whole another um uh, atmosphere I guess that, that created the uh, the chicken as we know it today
0: that's it's great so you you know obviously you're one day you're at a at a zoo and the next day you're in San Diego Stadium, entertaining <laughs> thousands, if not millions, of
2: people. Way to go, Ted! Any now, idea why it was a chicken and not a rooster or an ostrich or an emu?
1: You know, I I asked that, and uh, uh, being um, a rock and roll station, the executives there and the and the programmers they they thought it was off the wall and goofy enough uh, that it would attract some attention. And the fact that I was introduced uh, uh, during Easter week, uh, they mm. wanted something offbeat. So they they did that, and the premise. What I had to do is, like I say, give away candy Easter eggs at the zoo.
2: Have but, you ever uh, heard of the? There was a, a famous radio bit in the eighties called Chicken Man. Do Dick you remember Glass. that, Dick Orkin? Right.
1: He, yes, I believe the guy's name was um, Dave uh, Orkin. No, yeah, no Dick, I, uh, Dick Orkin.
2: Dick Orkin. He's from Chicago. Dick we're Orkin. we're ca- we're uh, we're in Chicago right now, and that was like a famous. A famous bit here in Chicago going all the way back to the 60s. I was wondering if that was one of the inspirations for the chicken, but it sounds like it wasn't.
1: No, it, it, it wasn't, uh, um, I guess, for the executives. They never did say that, but I remember listening to that growing up as a kid uh, when I was um, going to school in London, Ontario, Canada. And, oh, it was so funny. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: They have chickens in Canada?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well,
0: I'm sorry, going. I interrupted you.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying, uh, it, it, it was hysterical, and of course, there are lots of chickens in Canada. You know, they lots of farms up there, and uh, but uh, yeah, they they had it on the local um, uh, station up there every day, and all the kids would talk about it at school, mm-hmm. especially during recess. Just so funny. It was incredible. It was a, a superhero character, right. and yeah. uh, I I I uh, I, I drew it. I drew inspiration from it, believe it or not, when I had to step into a real costume.
0: That's that's great, um, Ted. Have you ever used your status as the world famous chicken? Uh, well, I was going to say to try to get laid. Did you see the chicken? The chicken. Did you funny. ever? Did you ever? Uh, did you ever use it to try to pick up uh, a rooster? Not roosters. It would be
2: whatever. <laughs> no rooster. <that's... laughs> well,
1: well. Um, let's see that's I, a I, yes <laughs> that is a total yes <laughs> back in the day i guess a good uh, pickup line um was um uh, do you want to go somewhere and grab some mcnuggets <laughs>
2: hey, <all. laughs> hey you're originally i you know you were talking about being a kid in canada but i can hear in your voice you actually are canadian aren't you
1: yeah i was born and raised and then um my dad moved the whole family down here. We got our green cards and came down in the late, uh, it was 1969 or so. And uh, and that's where I went to high school and then uh, college at San Diego State.
2: Okay.
0: Um, go ahead. Um, um, are, are you a vegetarian? And if you're not, what is your favorite chicken dish? I mean, I'm kind of, it's going to be a little weird. Do you eat chicken?
1: Yes, I do. You know, it helps eliminate my competition. <laughs> that boy, that's great. yeah. If you can't beat beat 'em, them. Eat them.
0: <laughs> Very nice.
1: But uh, yeah, I, I, I like um I'm I, I'm pretty eclectic when it comes to foods. I I like I like all kinds of foods, but uh, uh, absolutely love chicken wings. How can you not? Uh, how can you uh, pass those up? It's it's uh, a great delicacy, I must say.
2: So Ted, you you know we consider you the greatest mascot of all time and I, I think that's not that's not an overstatement you uh, you are the the most famous you've done it all you're you're the funniest by far you're absolutely hilarious but the question is did you ever get into a situation where you crossed the line at an event that it just went a little bit too far yes
1: yeah and it was for all the right reasons the the, the most famous one I suppose, was um, the night I made Elvis laugh during concert on stage so hard that it stopped the show. Really? uh, Yes. Oh, absolutely. It was about uh, 1976, about uh, 16 months before he passed away. And um, he was at the sports arena. And again, one of the things I did representing the radio station, I would go to every public event conceivable, including concerts. I was a fixture, everybody's concerts. And so Elvis was appearing on this night. And uh, as was my role, you know, I would, uh, you know, uh, work among the crowds. But on this particular night, as I came into the sports arena, I know security was giving me the um, the red eye, you know, giving me their game face. Like, uh, not Elvis, don't <laughs> you dare don't goofing He's around. He's king, man. The <laughs> yeah, right. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I was biting... You know, biding my time, and you know, uh, just uh, greeting uh, fans around on the concourse. Especially as the um, as the concert got in, uh, got started. You know, I was up on the concourse uh, uh, level seats, and then uh, and then Elvis broke into a a tribute uh, for Jerry Lee Lewis and started singing a um, whole lot of shaking going on. Uh-huh. And I said to myself, "Yeah, that's c- my song. Exactly.
0: You, you, you're the chicken. You cannot not dance
2: to the shaking going on. All I can say is, that, thank God it wasn't great balls of fire.
1: <laughs> that's right. Because God only knows. i in the barn? <laughs> what barn? My barn. So as, he, as he's breaking into this number in the darkness there of the sports arena, I run down the aisle of, uh, of the seats onto the floor and then beeline it all the way up to the stage and there is Elvis is singing I'm dancing right under him going back and forth in in the front row of the aisle there and Elvis catches this and he starts laughing and I mean laughing hard fellas and it it gets to the point where he uh, he he loses his lyrics loses control of his lyrics and also drops the one knee, laughing so hard. And <laughs> and and as he's glancing over, he's got tears in his eyes. Oh. The Klieg lights were clearly showing this, and it gets to the point where the band is still playing back uh, back behind them. But from their angle, they couldn't see that. You know, I was goofing off uh, in in the front <laughs> row beneath the stage. And Elvis's doctor runs on stage. You killed <laughs> Elvis. <laughs> you killed Elvis. <laughs> the famous the famous dr nick mm-hmm. and he comes on with his black bag and and he, he runs onto the stage he attempts to get elvis to lay down as he's on on one knee laughing hard <laughs> cannot continue with the song and elvis shakes him off and he just points to me um loosely and and uh, and this is as the doctor has already pulled out his stethoscope <laughs> And then uh, he sees me, and he, and he mouths an epitaph and uh, uh, puts his uh, stethoscope away back into the bag and hustles off the uh, the stage. Elvis collects himself, turns him, uh, turns the band, signals to them to, to keep playing louder now, and he finishes the song. And I'm still dancing uh, up <laughs> and down uh, the aisle. The number finishes, and then Elvis, is, Elvis turns and apologizes to the crowd for flubbing the lyrics. And he says, I don't know if you all can see, but you've got to believe me. There's a chicken <laughs> dancing up here in the front.
0: Well, there's a chicken there. Uh, there's a chicken there. Uh,
1: right. Uh, and, and the audience, the audience acknowledges, and sure, because they're quite familiar with me. And then he says, um, Well, Alvis comes, comes up with a great line. He says, Well, I want to warn this chicken something. Uh, I don't know who put him up to this, but my manager's name is. The colonel. <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Elvis still had game back then.
0: Uh, we need to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. I was at the temple on Monday. I was walking into the temple, and I held the door open for a pretty... Attractive older woman. I'd say she was like in her early seventies maybe. And she goes, Well, thank you. Are you here for the seniors event? Oh ouch. Oh. Uh, let the record show she was kinda hot in a seventy year old kind of way. So I'm like, Are, hey, are oh, you listening
2: know. to what you're saying right now? <laughs> Minutia Men with Rick and Dave, the Tony Lasano
0: Podcast, and Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. What would that be? A GMIF? Uh, oh, a my god. oh my grandma. Um, oh my god.
2: Stop. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. RadioMisfits.com
1: If you missed Los 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 Anno and friends, here's what you missed.
2: I feel like you go into a motel, you just search for cameras instantly. (laughs) That's got to be like your first reaction. Anywhere you intend to be nude, you should just check.
0: How I about mean, you just don't be nude in a motel? Well, I no, feel like no, that'd i would be smart. I, think, I should just not true. get
2: changed or take a shower? No, I no. think, wait, but you're, I think you're missing my point. I'm
0: worried that I'm not going to be on camera. Mm. I want footage of me. You're the only one who wants to be filmed oh. unknowingly doing something ridiculous. Right, because I would be curious. Wouldn't you be curious to see what you do?
1: No! Yeah, like just the mundane.
0: Right. That's how I spend my time. You, sp- you spend four hours doing that? Why? <laughs>
2: As you fast forward, you go, I'm not even
1: moving. Look at that. <laughs> I am stationary for
0: hours.
2: <laughs> I didn't
1: even get up and that bag just appeared on the mirror. Where did it <you> come from? <laughs> Radio misfits get more losano and friends losano now on losano.com good luck trying to spell losano or whatever the fuck it's called
0: and we're back while this was going on did you kind of think to yourself uh-oh this could be <laughs> the end of the chicken i mean you, you know screwing around with elvis
1: Right, so I mean, I, I'm I'm like uh, I, I decide I'm gonna chicken out of here, so I get off um, uh, frightened, and I dart out of the arena, you know, to all this applause with Elvis's line, and I'm running right back up uh, into the uh, uh, concourse area, and that's where five um, uh, security guards were waiting for me.
2: The they Memphis Mafia me, bum
1: rushed me, and and literally horizontally carried me right out of the sports arena and using even my head as a battering ramp through the doors, you know, opened up and and opened up the place and, and took me out to the parking lot where they dropped me and, uh, <laughs> and started reading me the riot act. You know, but um, the way I look at it, fellas... You know, I made the king. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was worth it. It was totally worth it. So
0: you ran a little afoul with the law. (laughs) But um, all right. uh, That was a great story. That was Ted. This this could get a little nasty right here. This part of the interview might get a little uh, nasty. Um, I'm a bald man. Uh, and I got to be honest with you, um, you don't you're not real kind to my people. You do the You do the towel shining the head thing. And quite frankly, it's a little humiliating to my people. And I, we're going to give you an opportunity now to apologize to all the bald guys that you made fun of. Well, are you going to do that well, for us, Ted?
1: Well, hey, wait a minute now. Bald is beautiful. The,
2: there you go. Okay.
1: And I consider I consider uh, the, the, the polishing of that uh, as as a tribute. You know, people polish nice things, jewelry, Porsches, you know, and obviously Golden Dome.
0: (laughs) Okay, okay, well, I appreciate and I do have a very nice egg on the top of my head. So, yes, well, we appreciate that. I don't know how sincere that was, but I'll let you off the hook. Thank you very much for that. All right. And it's uh, very
1: fashionable and it's also very fashionable when you see athletes these days. So yeah, bald yeah, is,
0: middle-aged yeah. fat guys like me, though not particularly fat. Why, wow, so, Michael Jordan? That, come
2: on! Ever since Michael Jordan, bald yeah. is beautiful. That's, that's that's how it works. Right. All right. So let's go right to the uh, the competition. You've you've been there. You're. I think you are the the. the you're the king. You're the that's king right. of the mascots. Who is the squire that you look down and see? nipping at your heels. The young gun. Who's the, who's the one that you think, all right, that one is kind of in my league? Is there anybody anywhere?
1: Oh. <laughs> I'll tell you who I enjoy, and I, even thinking about it, it gives me a laugh. And that's Albert the Alligator from the University of Florida.
2: Okay, I, yes.
1: I, that, that costume is so funny. I'm telling you. I, you know, that's With that large, long snout. You know, the guy can actually lip-sync the national anthem wow and then that that yeah he's got that protruding tail and he's got that little orange turtleneck you know and um uh, and those short alligator arms and, and uh seeing him waddling around on the sidelines is just something inherently funny that's made me laugh for a long time seeing that uh, that guy and uh, uh it, it just uh, strikes me as as uh unusually funny but uh i, I love the uh uh, the Gator from uh, from Florida.
0: Do, do do mascots ask your advice? And I'm not I'm being serious. I mean, it, someone who are you I mean you are the emeritus uh, professor of mascots, right? Do are you are people ask you for advice on how to Oh,
1: sure. Oh, yeah. I've I've had lots of uh, uh, mascots uh, reach out to me over the years and asking for uh, for advice and tips and and that sort of thing. Yeah, especially on the school level. And um, yeah, it's very heartening to uh, to know that I'm the uh, uh, the Godfather of feathers for them. <laughs>
2: That's that is awesome. <laughs> so so, what are you up to these days, uh, Ted? Are you still are you still performing? Uh, how many days a year are you performing?
1: Well, believe it or not, I've really cut back my schedule, so I'm in semi-retirement now. And uh, this fall, I'll only be doing a, a single game, and that'll be um, uh, in Arizona. That's for the. Uh, the Fall League All-Star uh, Baseball game, which is um, the major league's uh, winter league, so to speak, for all their stars. Um, but um, uh, I'm actually, I've, I've pulled in my horns quite a bit and just taking it easy, enjoying it, I must say. But there was a time I was 250 days of the year on the road. Wow. And that, that was pretty extensive, and I did that for decades, guys.
2: Well, we've, and, we've uh, seen you, and you are you're the best. We want to thank you for coming on the show. one quick thing. My yeah. twins are having their uh B'nai Mitzvah in in, in in April. Can
0: you can if we invite you, can you bring the big chicken suit and come to the the B'nai mitzvah?
1: No, sure, sure, why not? What the heck? I'm a chicken for all people.
0: Yeah, I think we're actually gonna have chicken. I think it's really what the dish is. So that'll be very As long
1: as there's nobody I know.
2: Okay. Right, thanks for thanks for being on the show, Ted and, and uh and we consider you the king of the chickens and the king of the mascots. I so can keep on keep on doing what you do.
1: I see a chicken a la king thing. I like it. Okay. <laughs> thanks. Very good, fellas. I appreciate it. Have a good day.
2: Okay, You great. too. Bye-bye. All right.
1: Bye
0: now. Well, that's it for this week's edition of the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview.
2: Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lozano with com. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows dot com distributed by ed silla from the radio misfits great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com and we will be back again next week with another edition of the minutia men celebrity interview the preceding was a presentation of Opie productions find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts including opi thank you this has been a presentation of Opie productions
1: tony can you shut up
2: all right, Adam. What uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So, if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England who knows a lot of soccer, what? podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick and that's on the radio misfits podcast network free kicks a tony Lasano podcast Opie show
0: on the radio misfits podcast network great talk radio isn't dead it
1: just moved to a better place radiomisfits.com and friends starring me tommy (laughs) and me kimmy and me sam
0: come meet your new best friends
1: Hey, if you want to listen to our show, this is what it sounds like exactly. It's all about those conversations you can only have with your true friends. So come meet your new friends, Tommy. Kimmy. Sam. Right here with Ant Friends.
0: Me want you as friend
1: Radiomisfits.com.